0: I think having your own, a unique voice is the number one thing everyone has to do. And there's very few people that do it. There are a lot of people that do really well. And I think The the one thing that you know when you do have a voice is someone scrolling and they they know your work without having to look at the image. I think you've done your job.
1: Yes. Yeah. And you can't do that if you don't have a voice, if you don't have that that one thing that calls to you that you continue to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're trying to chase trends and be like everyone else, then... Yeah, your work is going to look like everyone else. And you'll burn burn
0: out. You'll be like, you can't. And you'll eventually, it'll it'll take you longer getting to where you need to be because you're trying to be everyone else instead of who you are.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. I am your host, John Mansfield. I'm here to help you grow your business build community, and create the lifestyle you always dream of. Every week I bring in other photographers, creative entrepreneurs, and business professionals. So whether it's from our topic of the episode or one of the many tangents that we will follow, you will walk away with some wisdom to implement in your business and in your life. Each interview is recorded live in our Facebook community where you can ask questions and be part of the conversation. Hello. Welcome. Come on in. Take a seat uh, or stand. That's fine. If you like standing, you can stand and listen to this too. It's very versatile podcast. Um, But yeah, welcome to the show. I'm excited for this episode. Uh, This is a really fun one. Um, Jennifer Lawrence was on the show. Uh, This is uh, we talk about a lot of different things. We talk about film. We talk about like double exposures. Um, we talk about finding your brand voice, uh, which is very important. And we get into that a good bit. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I've met uh, Jen a few times at uh, conferences and um, we're going to be at the same one here in just a couple of months at the hybrid collective um, here in Texas. So uh, that'll be fun. Before we get into the show, quick couple updates. Um, I have released the date for my next in-person workshop. It is going to be February 20th in College Station, Texas. I've had a lot of people asking for like a local Texas one. So I figured why not go super local uh, in College Station? Uh, So one of my favorite wedding venues in town, uh, we're going to be shooting out there. It's out of the city a little bit so we can do some astrophotography, get the stars involved. We're going to be doing long exposures and we're going to have off-camera flash and light painting and all the fun stuff. Um, plus a laid-back pizza party and Q&A session. So it's going to be fun. Um, You can find out more info about that at allheartphoto.com slash flash. Um, But now, now is the time. Now is the time that we get into my conversation with Jennifer Lawrence. Welcome to the podcast. I am uh, very excited for this episode. Um, Like I just said before we started officially recording, uh, this is the first podcast we're recording this year. Um, And I could be wrong about that. I'm sorry if I am not remembering other uh, podcasts that we recorded, but I'm pretty sure this is the first one. Uh, But yeah, I've got uh, Jen Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence here with me. I am uh, very excited to chat. Uh, We got to meet at Hybrid a few years ago i feel like um but uh but yeah welcome to the show jen
0: thanks for having me it's exciting and nerve-wracking if i make a lot of weird faces just ignore me. (laughs) i'm just like i just don't know what to do with my hands or my face or my mouth right now none of us
1: do none of us know what to do i don't know what to do (laughs) I'm always like, my hands are out of frame because I'm constantly just like moving them. I have, oh, no, I don't have it today. I usually have like this little fidget spinner deal to give me something to do. Um, I bet my son stole that out of my office. Okay, well, that's fine. But, uh, but yeah, no, we'll make all the funny faces and, uh, <laughs> and hand gestures today. But, um, but yeah, welcome to the show. I'm excited to talk about, um, just everything, uh, creativity okay. and, uh, photography and film photography. And I love, like, your work is just so colorful and just bright and fun and joyful. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to just chat about all of that.
0: Awesome. I'd love to talk about all that.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Before we do, there's okay. uh, there's something that I've been doing recently where I uh, have been asking my guests a couple questions. Um, cool. Just uh, some some random questions. Nothing photography related, but I have a few. So I'm just going to have you pick um, two numbers between 1 and 17 real quick.
0: Oh, gosh. Um, let's see... Number ten and number
1: thirteen. Okay. Um, number ten. Uh, exercise. Is it worth it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Okay. I I would agree. Is it easy to do? Uh, uh, easy. Not not for me. It's not easy for me to like get into like the routine and everything.
0: The routine is hard. I do love yoga and I do love to exercise. It's just like trying to find that making myself allow myself even to have the time. Cause it's like, Oh, I could do 15 other things. And it's like, no, no, no. I have, this has to come first. So I do enjoy it. It's just the discipline and making myself do it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like as a business owner, there's always something for us to do there's always some Mm -hmm. sort of marketing or like oh i can work on this blog or i can do this thing that i've been putting off for Mm -hmm. so long or finally edit these uh photos from a personal project that i did a year ago Mm -hmm. Um, and that kind of stuff that there's an endless list and yeah you definitely have to put yourself and your health uh in the forefront or it's never gonna happen at least for me um but, okay, so that was 10. What was the other the other number? 13. 13. Okay, 13. What was the last song that you've listened to on repeat?
0: Okay. Oh, gosh, that's a difficult one. I don't think I really do that. I'll listen to, like, specific albums on repeat. Um, like, I love – I know I'm totally aging myself by saying this, but, like, and Crows, August and Everything After, I love mm. – like Anna Begins. I also love Taylor Swift. I also love, you know, classical music. I've been listening to a lot of classical music lately. Um, And then um, like Fleetwood Mac and that kind of stuff. So I, I bounce around everywhere. So it all depends on the day or the mood, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you there where it's like, I feel like for us, we, we didn't have like iTunes and stuff we had actual albums and you would go and buy an album you'd go buy a, a cd or cassette or whatever and you'd listen to that whole thing and yes. it's just uh, now we're much more in an era of uh, singles and mm-hmm. like people just releasing a one hit and it's just yes. like oh i love this one song from this person Uh um, yes. which i do feel like we're like moving a little bit out of that now with like Taylor Swift and uh, Olivia Rodrigo where it's just like full albums. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I'm, I'm with you there where I will have seasons where I'm just like really into listening to the civil wars or like listening to Mm -hmm. death cab for cutie or something and just like Mm -hmm. going through the discography and, and not really like, one song on repeat over and over again. No, no. Yeah.
0: And it's weather related and nighttime versus daytime. It's just so many elements
1: to it. So yeah. oh yeah. Because you're in Chicago, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. You know
0: my work my work, but yes I am.
1: I I totally assumed that you were in Hawaii from your work. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> And then I looked you up online and I was like, Oh, wait, Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Very different. Um, uh, but yeah, like, cause I like think of Chicago as like windy and cold. Um, uh, which I mean, it's most of the times that I've been there, except for one time that was during the summer. I mean, that was still very windy, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see the, uh, you know, the seasons and weather and everything affecting. What oh, okay. totally.
0: Especially when you don't have sun for, you know, two weeks straight, it's kind of like, okay, this is enough, or you yeah. know, you can't leave the house because it's, you know, minus twenty, or you can't, but yeah. it's gonna be 30. Yeah, yeah.
1: It it takes a lot more to get out of the house when it's <laughs> minus twenty. It
0: really does. Every winter I'm like, why am I not living back in California or Hawaii or even, you know, anywhere else?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. I think the same thing every summer here in Texas. I'm like, gosh, why are we here in wow. 110 degrees and 110% humidity? This is, oh my god! Oh, it's, it's, it's not great, but, um, yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Those were fun. Um, I feel like I, I know you a little bit more, uh, now, Jen. Um, can you give us a little background about like what you photograph, what you do, all of that kind of stuff?
0: um i'm 100 film photographer i photograph everything i'm just getting back into weddings again um but mostly um i love family seniors any i love everything i love any if someone's coming to me and they say they want bright colors or happy photos uh, mm-hmm. and they love film i'm like we're done sold like we're we're matched if you're saying like oh i want everyone posed you know, and which is beautiful. Like it's fine. That's, that's totally a different aesthetic, but I'm going to pass you along to someone else. So I love to like real emotions, real laugh. Like if you could feel like the love coming from photos and like the warmth and like the happiness is what makes my heart happy.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that of like you pass people along and not just like, yeah, you want to work with me? Let's work together. And I can, you know, do whatever you want because it is, it's not like just, you know, going to, well, I was going to say going to a restaurant, but even that, like that is so different. You can go to a Mexican food restaurant. And if you're like, I really want some, uh, uh, I was going to say chicken tenders or something, (laughs) but like, uh, they usually have those on the menu (laughs) under the like little American, uh, (laughs) tab but um but like it is it is similar in that way of just like every photographer is different and mm-hmm. having a good network of other photographers where you're like okay from talking to you I already know it don't think we're going to be a good fit because you're yeah. wanting something that I don't typically do mm-hmm. um and like I excel at this but I know someone else who excels at what you're looking at so Um, Yeah, it's it's a hard thing, especially for I feel like like newer photographers or um, anyone trying to fill the calendar with Mm -hmm. photo shoots and like fill the bank account uh, with Mm -hmm. photo shoots is um, it's a hard thing to pass on clients and on money. But it is really doing yourself and them a disservice if you're not the best fit for them.
0: Well, it just leads to burnout and just all around if you're not happy doing what you love and like doing what makes you, what you're good at or what speaks to you it's just you'll you'll be miserable and it doesn't matter how full your calendar is or your bank account when you're like oh i have to go over this shoot now like that's not no one wants that and they don't want that's not fair to them either like yeah. they want the best of you and if you can't if i can't give myself a hundred percent say like i'm gung-ho on this this is going to be absolutely amazing then I much rather push it off, not push it off, but refer off to someone who does feel that way.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's something that I had to learn like with newborn photography, mm-hmm. I took on way too many clients that were just like, I want that like perfectly posed with like the oh. the fists under the, and yeah. I was like, yeah, no, sure. I can do that. No, not a problem. And it was exactly what you're saying, where I would see that coming up on the calendar and like, oh, on Thursday, I have this newborn shoot or I have this, this yeah. family session. They said that they want to, you know, all be in matching denim and white shirts and like arm in arm around each other, smiling at the photo. And, um, mm-hmm. like, this is just not for me. And, yeah. uh, and yeah, definitely leads to burnout. Yeah. Uh, but whenever you have those clients that just, ignite your soul and you're just like yes like i had a family recently that they were like what we want to do is something maybe different like kind of start off like the the open field running around and like the pretty dresses and everything but then end in a mud fight where we just Destroy everything, and we're just like rolling around in the mud as a family. I am like a hundred percent. You are my kind of family. This is going to be fun. Let's do it. Yeah, ended up being too cold because it was like a cold snap here in Texas. So we'll push the mud to the summer. Um,
0: Sixty is your cold snap, or no?
1: No, That's, I mean, it's it's pretty serious, you know. Just like California, where it's like, okay, it's below sixty. Everyone bundle up. We're staying inside. (laughs) Yeah, yep. We had like a little dusting of snow a couple of days ago and they shut the city oh. down. They're like, nope, we can't drive. It's not even ice. It was just like a little bit of frost, but mm. you know, we don't, we don't I know, know how to drive, know. drive in that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm also very interested in being a hundred percent film. Um, mm-hmm. have you always been a hundred percent film or is that something that you kind of transitioned into?
0: I absolutely transitioned to it. Um, I was digital and it was never really a hundred percent happy. Um, and then I went to a workshop in Marfa and a girl, let me try her film camera and granted, like she did all the settings, everything was done for me, but I got the images back and I was like, Oh, I love this. And so I bought a camera. And it was it was just a Pentax six four five n, not fancy. I still love it. It's my tank. Like I have three of them now. Like I will never change because I've literally dropped it and it kept shooting. Um, <laughs> oh, it's a funny story, but that's for another time. Um, but then I like taught myself film. I taught like I was a friend of mine lives in San Diego, and I was like texting him. I'm like, how does this work? What is this? Like, what's going on? And he's like. it's so I probably took myself about a year and a half to actually teach myself film to the point where I loved it. Mm-hmm. And um, during that process, I was trying everything, every single film stock. And then I came across Ektar and I shot it at the beach. And um, then it was like history. I was like, okay, this is what I've been looking for. This is this exactly is the one. I one. This is the color this is it and then i started like okay and so everything from the beach was perfect. i was like this is it i know what i'm doing this is amazing. and then i shot it indoors and it was awful. it was a muddy mess. <laughs> it was like okay. so then i was like okay so i don't know what i'm doing which i think is the best way to learn is mistakes. i think mistakes are a blessing. like i love them. i i'm i think they're the best thing ever. and so okay. that's by mistakes is how I I taught myself how to learn everything. And um, it was the best thing ever. And so also I'm an art art teacher background. So I went to art school. So like I'm used to putting our stuff up on the wall and having everyone critique it. And so I like failure. I like when people say, hey, Jen, like that's like, let's look at things differently. Um, So I think I like the challenge of photography and like the film aspect of it. So I think I went on the tangent. Can yeah. I answer your question?
1: That's great. No, tangents are great here. We're, we're wisdom in the tangents. So I, I love tangents. Money. We all love it. Sometimes we don't like to talk about it, but the odds are you can probably find some in your couch cushions. Someone that I trust my couch cushion money with is Gusto. They are an all-in-one payment platform that helps businesses like yours onboard pay, insure, and support your team. They have it all under one roof. You can use them as I do to pay my contractors easily and without those added fees or breaking policy agreements. I'm looking at you, Venmo. If you have full-time employees, they got you covered too. With payroll, Health benefits, HR, time tracking tools, workers' comp, all of your tax documents at the end of the year, which I love. And they've got a whole lot more. I love it because I don't have to juggle all the different online payment processing apps. It's all in one place. I just pay everyone through Gusto and it deposits directly into their accounts. Super simple. Try Gusto, and when you send your first paid payroll payment, you'll receive a hundred bucks. So go to podcast.allheartphoto.com slash gusto and pay your contractors with ease. That's podcast.allheartphoto.com slash gusto. Now back to the show. I, I love that um, that it wasn't just like, you know, always shot film, just kept shooting film. But like it's kind of similar. I'm in that probably like a year and a half that you were. Um, mm-hmm. But mine's been like three years. Uh, Cause have yeah. just like, I, I, I just have like, like little, uh, you know, 35 millimeter cameras wow. that I find mm-hmm. at garage sales and stuff mm-hmm. that I'm just like, I'll get this and see if it works. Cause I don't even know right. if this works for 15 bucks. Oh, um, yeah. And then um, just kind of slowly, growing the arsenal of film cameras and learning different film stocks and all of that. Uh, but yeah, that was something interesting for me too of learning like this is great indoor film stock. This is like good with Mm -hmm. flash. This is great sunny day sunset type, um, and how it's all different. And having that knowledge really, really has, uh, change the way that I, I shoot film. Um, Uh, but yeah. And I, I'm growing in the critiques. Um, Mm -hmm. cause I, I'm a firstborn. I grew up very like perfectionist. I wanted to do everything correctly. I wanted to obey all authority and just like if anything was wrong or if anyone was like, Oh, well, you know, the, you know, the framing on this one is just a little off. I'd just be like, Oh, my heart. And just like, I'm a terrible photographer. And like, it was, it was so hard to hear any sort of criticism. And then I don't know what flipped and maybe just years of experience and like heeding some criticism mm-hmm. and then changing things and be like, Oh no, that was actually really constructive. This was actually really good to hear this so that mm-hmm. I can better who I am and better my craft. Yes. Um, uh, so I love that that's, uh, you know, with the, the art, um, teaching, mm-hmm. uh, history, uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's something that is like kind of, uh, ingrained. Uh, in in your work to where it's not seeing them as failures or um or or even mistakes really but just like this is a lesson that i can Mm -hmm. what can i learn from this to do better yeah
0: there's i mean there's very even scrolling on my instagram i i could maybe count out maybe five images that i love like that unconditionally like (laughs) Every time I get a session back, I actually have to wait a couple days. I look at them initially, and then it's like, okay, I have to like take a step back um, because I just see what I could have done differently by moving over a foot, or getting down, or getting higher. Or, oh, I wish I captured this moment instead. Or it's I'm very hypercritical of everything. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess there's a little bit of the perfectionist in me, um, and I think that makes me a better. I hope that makes me a better photographer because I just. I want it to be better all the time. And even when I'm like, I'm mentoring people, I tell people like, if you're, if you want the honest truth and that's going to help you, because I do believe hard, not hard, kind criticism coming from a place, a, a good place of helpful place is, is beneficial to everyone. And yeah. if you don't want to hear that, I'm not going to blow rainbows up your butt and say your work is great when it's not. Or, or it is, but like, okay, this is the steps you can do that make it even am- more amazing. Um, and if they, there's some people that can't handle that and it's like, that's fine. I'm not the right person for you. If you want right. to grow, let's let's kick it. Let's, let's kick it. We're going to make you, like we're going to blow you, your work out of the ballpark. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader. But if you don't want the criticism, not the criticism, but the critiques, mm-hmm. then I'm not, we're not a good fit.
1: Yeah. 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 And again, coming down to like knowing what's a good fit for yeah, like you and like mentorships and other people mm-hmm. with like wanting to learn from you, it's knowing like who is a good fit for me as a mentor, mm-hmm. as a teacher, as you know, do I need someone to like hold my hand and be like, no, what you're doing is really great. And, mm-hmm. you know, try this next time or, you know, a little bit more of a harsh critique. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I I have grown to love critiques and I love uh, like sitting in on group critiques uh, for mm-hmm. like, you know, websites or even oh. portfolio critiques because it's not so much pointed at me, but I can see my work in their work and be like, mm-hmm. ooh, they said this about like this doesn't actually align with their, um, you know, their brand voice. So why is yeah. this image on their website? I'm like, oh, yeah now I'm thinking about mine and I can kind of move mm-hmm. that in without feeling the, uh, <laughs> those, those pings to the heart of like, Oh no, I'm not good. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, I love that. And, and and I love that like with, with film and like, uh, like your, your double exposures and, and with, um, just like the, the light, the, the way that you use light in, in your photography is very creative, um, like, what are some ways you can think of that we can kind of weave some creative creativity into our art and business without like completely changing, changing. your style? If, you know, that's, that's not where we're coming from.
0: Honestly, I feel like you have to change it in your, try in your personal life first. Like you can't automatically, people, I see all the people um, on Instagram or in groups are like, okay, I'm going to start adding film. What kind of film should I get? What kind of, or what should I be doing? Or, oh, I'm going to just do a double exposure and see how it goes. It's like, that's great. I'm so excited because the more people shooting film is the more, the better because then it, it leads to a whole different other thing. More, more film being produced and yada, yada. Yes. But. I always say, do it in your personal work first. Do it, practice everything and find your voice. Like You might go out and say, oh, I love double exposures, but you might not like them. And so, okay, well, but you do love long long exposures or playing with shadows or silhouettes. And so like playing that way, it doesn't have to be... I know when people think about being creative, they think of color and everything has to be color because that's creative. There's so Mm -hmm. many ways to be creative that's not color-based you could be a monochrome like black and white photographer and if you are just you know very still life then try street photography or candidates and like just switch the pers- it's all about changing perspective and how you view things is a different way to be creative so mm. it's really pra- try everything in your personal life like uh, for me to get creative I know I get in funks and travel or change of scenery is what is what really gets me out of it or being around like film walks with other film photographers or other photographers in general that's that's like the gold standard for me like that's what i need to do that's like if i don't have those like every other month i feel like very stagnant if that makes sense
1: oh yeah 100 percent. i'm right there with you like that kind of when you're because being an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, it's very lonely sometimes uh, oh, because you the, don't have, yes. yeah, yeah, and you don't have the coworkers and you don't have community often. Um, and yeah, having that, I, I love doing photo walks and I love traveling, even anytime that I'm just like going to another city, like here, even here in Texas or something to go visit someone, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to bring a camera with me and I'm going to do something. I'm going to shoot a role in this park and just like, it's a different scenery. There's different trees. There's different lighting scenarios. I'm like, okay, this is different. And it like kind of gets you out of that rut of always going to the same parks, always going to the same, you know, this is, this is my one like four square block of downtown that I do my engagement sessions in. And that's just, what I'm doing. And you kind of get in that rut of same thing, different subject. It's, it's all the same work. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love that. And I love that you, you mentioned that it's not just, creativity is not just one thing. It's Mm -hmm. not just using color. It's, you know, it could be some shadow work or even incorporating like off camera flash.
0: um, That's huge right now. Everyone's.
1: now. Yeah. Everyone, especially the direct flash uh, with the paparazzi look, that is oh, very, very in hard. right now. Yeah, yes. yeah. Thanks, Paris Hilton. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, is she the one who of that? I don't, I don't know. know.
1: It just makes me think of Paris Hilton in like you know two thousand two or something, oh. or whenever she was really big and like everything was so hot, <laughs> and it was just like always like direct flash of like her and uh i don't know her her posse uh i don't know i wasn't into uh pop culture back then but it just like i remember seeing all those photos and it just it feels like that now which i still i still like i like that uh i
0: love it i think it's yeah. fantastic i yeah. think it's really cool
1: yeah so i think it's i think it's really fun too the mm-hmm. uh I, i've That's been fun. doing that a lot more at like kind of toward the end of a, of the wedding and just like mm-hmm direct flash onto the dance floor
0: flash like oh my gosh, those are so much fun
1: yes oh yeah yeah i'm i'm slowly incorporating that into my dance floor because mine had been very like set up with like multiple off-camera flashes and getting that like well lit but still getting the ambient colors and everything and I'm, like slowly incorporating so i'm not just like Stark. uh Someone hires me for for one style, and then they're like, "My entire reception, like, just had lines of light all over the place.
0: <laughs> it's just going everywhere. Well, yeah. That's, yeah, it's just. I think that's part of being like. You asked about adding creativity into your business it's like mm-hmm. that's what you can't do you can't all of a sudden just change because it's like wait a second people like it's all of a sudden if i if i go out and say okay i'm gonna do all black and white and all these people that book me for my color yeah. like wait a second this is not what i wanted at all so right. but i love
1: yeah it's like um, it, i don't know i feel like not the opposite of you but just like that uh the only black and white, um, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Cara Marie uh, Tr- Trumpetta, I think is her last name, um, but Cara Marie Studios, she's a photographer and I've known her for like 15 years or so from uh, when she used to live in Austin. But like her brand is all monochrome all black and white It's beautiful. Um, and yeah and I followed her and like she posted a, a photo in color and I was just like what is this what is <laughs> this, this can't really be something good. that you took and she was like I actually do take color images too I just only post black and white that's my brand and
0: that's what uh, I do that's what I do too when I post a couple black and whites people go crazy and they're beautiful like I did one on I just shared one on the coast of Oregon it was a mom and a little girl Mm-hmm. And I posted my stories at first and everyone's like, wait a second. They're <laughs> like, what is this image? Can you show us more? And I want to say like 50 people said that. I could not believe it. I was just like, what? Really? And then I, I posted my Instagram feed because it's just, I was like, I do shoot everything. Like I know how to shoot other stocks. I do different styles and like what I'm feeling at the moment. But I do sh- show the bright and colorful because I feel like that's me and my yeah brand, not brand. I hate to say that, but like, that's just who I am. Yeah.
1: And I that's feel like what, what calls to that, you.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's my personality too. When I'm with yeah. friends.
1: Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love that. And, and I think that is really important as photographers to, um, not just like pigeonhole everything mm-hmm. into, I only do this. Yeah, this is, no. you know, if you hire me, I'm, only going to be doing this. I'm only photographing the entire thing with a hulka and mm-hmm. like that's that's oh, it.
0: Uh, that could be actually really fun. I actually it, have a question that I did on all plastic cameras. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Really, really, it's coming out
1: soon. Ooh. Something
0: okay. Fun. So, cool. Cool. Talk me. so yeah.
1: stay tuned, everyone. <laughs>
0: stay tuned. If you if yes. like my work, I have a whole bunch of stuff coming out this year. So.
1: Nice. and
0: it just it, it kind of just proves the the notion that you have to have a context you have to have like this fancy camera to create beautiful work and it's like that's not true at all like if you yeah. know how to you can make anything beautiful if you know how to you know film if you know how to make this this work and no lights and like have a voice and I think having your a unique voice is the number one thing everyone has to do and there's very few people that do it. There are a lot of people that do it really well, and I think the the one thing that you know when you do have a voice is someone scrolling and they they know your work without having to look at the image. I think you've done your job.
1: Yes, yeah, and you can't do that if you don't have a voice. If you don't have right. that that one thing that calls to you that you continue to do, um, mm-hmm. and you know if you're trying to chase trends and be like everyone else, then yeah, your work is going to look like everyone else. And, you know, and then...
0: You'll be like, and you'll eventually, it'll it'll take you longer getting to where you need to be because you're trying to be everyone else instead of who you are. And so it's, you're just delaying the inevitable anyway. And then once you find out who you are, and we're, everyone's inspired by other people. Like there's no original work. We're all inspired by music and movies and books and artists. And I mean, people have been doing this for thousands of years, like hundreds, you know, like you look at all the, the painters and so everyone's inspired by something. Yeah. So just finding what inspires you the most and like figuring out your little niche, niche yes. is the most important.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like that, uh, I mean, just like pulling back in with that creativity, that's going to, Awaken mm-hmm. your soul and just like when you, you find help. that niche of this yeah. is what I really love. Cause it could be, you know, shooting on plastic cameras and mm-hmm. like some of my favorite film work that I've done, uh, especially during like family sessions mm-hmm. has been on my like $35 Holga. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And oh. it's,
1: yeah, it just, yeah. I, I don't know, something, it's just like that retro feel. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the, the imperfection of like the, the overlay because I didn't like I crank it. it all the mm-hmm. way. And, uh, or I had it set on, on 12 frames when it should have been 16 or, you know, whatever. And, yep. and that kind of imperfection, it just like those photos. I, I love, mm-hmm. uh, but, um, oh, kind of speaking on uh, film, we did get a question from Ariel about, um, how do you do, uh, uh, like double exposures on film? Like what's what's couple, your process?
0: I, there's a couple different things I do. Um, one in camera, I use, um, most cameras have the double exposure exposure. Most like Canon 1Vs and the medium formats and stuff like that. So um, it's either a function. So it's, it's image by image. And so you take in one photo and then, making another one on top of, them. Um, um, my Canon one V for, I think it allows me up to nine images on top of one another. So I'll do a, a lot of those and they come out like a painted effect. So it looks kind mm. of like a paint, which is really beautiful. Um, or the easiest way that it's the most, um, easy for everyone to do. Cause you can do it on every camera is you shoot an entire roll of whether it be lights or flowers or scenery or anything that you love. And then you just reload it back into your camera and they're called blind double exposures. And then you shoot again. And those are always my favorite because you just have no idea what's going to happen. And so that's the magic sauce right there. Um, And so, and you could do that with uh, the cheap, you know, not, I hate to say cheap, the inexpensive plastic cameras, like you don't need to go spend tons of money on a camera. You can go pick up a retail or you know the bubble film camera, and and you have great images, or even the Ektar thirty five one. You get seventy two images, so like you're yeah. not you have seventy two frames. If you're not planning, I love the print break. I print like twenty by thirty, and usually um, most of my stuff around my place is around that. But if you're if you're not going to print big, then then you have seventy two frames to play around with. It's it's really the best deal out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. I also love blind doubles of just, you don't know what the image that you're shooting over is, you don't know if you're like exactly lined up in frame and everything, or if it's you know, uh, I I have a problem, especially with uh, 120 film of uh, loading it in upside down and then I'll like <laughs> it'll be yeah, I don't know what I uh, why I keep doing that, especially with like uh, it's actually quite funny. I love it. Yeah. With my, uh, Yashika up there, I just keep doing it upside down for some reason. Um, still works. Uh, it's just, you know, uh, but perfect. yeah, for, for doubles, it's, it's a little different. Um, mm-hmm. but like, is there something that you're looking at when you're like shooting that first roll? You know, if you're, uh, if you're doing lights. like a, an entire thing, lights,
0: lights, a hundred percent, I shoot with the light hitting subjects. That's, that's the biggest takeaway is you have to know how you're shooting it to begin with. And like you, unless you wanted to do all silhouettes, which would be really cool. There's just, you have to know what, with film in general, you have to know what you want their images to turn out with at the end before Mm -hmm. you even put the film. So I know if I want my images to look like my stuff, the bright and colorful I have to shoot one way versus if I want a dark and moody, it's the same goes with double exposures. Like you have to know, like, okay, so if I want to do all silhouettes, you're gonna to have to do all silhouettes and shoot with the sun behind the image, like behind the image to get that so the second image shows up. Um so just knowing what you want the images to turn out with really makes a difference. And you could do it, you could do it different you could do five different ways on a roll of film like it doesn't have to be you know you could see what you like the best that's what i love about 35 millimeters you have 36 chances to find yeah. out what you love
1: oh yeah yeah no i i love that it's just like uh like what you were saying earlier of just like practice and do like creative work in your own personal work in your personal time and mm-hmm. you know just just practice with a friend uh, especially yeah. if you have another photographer friend and both of y'all are wanting to get into film um, mm-hmm. or expand your creativity with film or even with you know digital work too there's you know double exposure functions on pretty much every digital camera now and mm-hmm. uh and yeah, just playing around and, and seeing what you can do. Um, the the digital double exposures are, are almost like, it feels like cheating because it shows like the overlay. and yeah, It's like, oh, I, I can exactly put this where I want it to be.
0: I <laughs> I'm going to be a little yeah. thumbs up on that. Be like, it's, I <laughs> like the idea. It's fine. It's like, I don't know. There's something about magical when you. it's a, not a happy accident, but it's on purpose accident and it worked out. Yes. Like knowing what you're doing and it just creates a beautiful yeah. image. It's just something, there's something about film. There is, yes. it's, it's magic. It really is magic.
1: It really is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And yeah, with the digital doubles, um, I my, my perfectionist comes out and mm-hmm. then i'm just like oh well this doesn't line up exactly like i you know was yeah. was picturing or you know now i've got to take like a step back and then i have just like this white space or whatever and uh and yeah shooting on film is just it's it's blind and you don't know until it gets developed and mm-hmm. uh and then it's just it's more meaningful like some of those where it's just like it's off a little bit and yeah i could have framed this better or if i knew mm-hmm. the overlay i would have put them here but for some reason with them over here it just it works better and it just has that feeling um,
0: well and a tip for this is is if you want something perfect like if you there's something that you absolutely love you're like okay i want to get this shot right here mm-hmm. for photos like everyone thinks like i used to when i started it's like oh, it's just one shot. Like, you only get one shot. It's like, no, freaking take four shots if you really want this image to be amazing. Then you get four choices. What looks the best? What do I like the most? Um, It's just, you know, what you want to do. And and, I hate and I want to say this, and I don't know if I should.
1: Do it.
0: (laughs) And I know people are going to hate on me for this. Just because it's film doesn't make it good. Like... Like throwing yeah. a double, throwing lights on it, throwing a light leak in there doesn't if you don't have a really great, fan, fantastic, beautiful image to begin, begin with, you're literally it's like decorating a cake and like throwing sprinkles on a bad cake. It's still a bad cake, but just now it's just a colorful bad cake. Yeah. So like make sure your image is like a good composition to start with. So when you do add the little creativeness to it, it makes it better. So yes. I know like, people just assume because it's film, it's amazing. And it is, it is. It's like, you do love things a little bit more when it's film versus digital. You're more apt to like delete 500 digital photos and keep a an horrible film photo. You know, it's just a weird mind thing, but like, just cause it's film, it's not good.
1: And I know, yeah.
0: I know people are going to hate me for that, but... <laughs>
1: but it's true it is it is very true and yeah i mean that analogy of a bad cake with with colorful sprinkles on it is spot on because i have had some bad <laughs> cakes uh being a wedding photographer there have been some really dry cakes that looked beautiful and i didn't it like, a lot of the guests didn't they're
0: like oh i'm gonna throw stuff on top to cover it up it's just it's like oh okay well yeah. now it's just a bad cake with lots of colors
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I think of like those early Instagram days with like all the Visco presets and stuff where it's just like a terrible photo of your food. Um, and, and, or just like a peace sign that's just, you know, and, and then you throw this light leak filter on there and everyone's just like, that looks great. Um, but whenever you like really start looking at it, it's like, but is it though? And, and I think that's what it it comes down to. Like if you want to be creative in your work, if you want to do all of these things, you've got to have that understanding of like the, the, the fundamental knowledge of creating um, a a good quality photo and then bringing in creative aspects on top of
0: that. 100%. You have to know what you're doing first. It's like, know the rules so you can break them kind of thing. Like, yeah everything know what you're doing across the board know how to use the light how different film stocks what film stocks you like versus what you don't like um it's just all a learning process and then then have fun then say okay what can I do to push this because you already know your baseline like I already know that I love portrait 800 at pushed I know I love I love all portrait films pushed. I am not a fan of them not pushed Mm -hmm. so but I only know that because I've shot them all and Multiple multitude of different ways. So I don't know. I'm could probably going yeah. off in another ADD here. Yeah. So my t- yeah. like I'm online just like, oh, I should talk about that.
1: Yeah, and I have no. Uh, idea it's great. It. I love it. Uh, but yeah, like that's that's also the thing of like anyone listening who's really interested in getting into film, but you don't know where to start. It's like start with. Uh, with getting a, a bunch of different kinds of film stock and then mm-hmm. shooting those and seeing which ones you like and then
0: Every one
1: film getting stock more of that
0: it. because it's like okay i know mm-hmm. there's certain so many different ways you can shoot um let's just take portrait 400 it's the most forgiving but if yeah. you try to shoot portrait 400 like you shot Fuji you're going to have, be a rude or You can't, it doesn't do the same things. So knowing what it can and can each film stop can and can't do. Um, but for people who are getting into film, I could, I, and, and you, oh gosh, how do I say this? Um, like the easiest way, like you were saying, it's in a year and a half journey into teaching yourself because it is such a hard, difficult process because you don't get the instant gratification of things coming back or looking at the back of your camera and seeing things, how it looks right away. Yeah. It's like get a mentor, go to a workshop. Like, I cannot emphasize how much that helps immediately if you want to learn film quickly because, how, like, it is a long difference time Like even I use find, and it takes th- it's a three day turnaround. So even when I ship my film off, I get my stuff back within two weeks. Mm-hmm. But even in those two weeks, you forget. You're like, okay, you need to be shooting every single day, or you'll forget stuff. Yeah. um But yeah, that's my advice. If anyone can go to a workshop, get a mentor. I know originally it's going to feel like it's going to be a lot of money out of pocket, but. The amount of money I spent on time in bad images balances out.
1: Yes. Yeah. It always feels like that with getting mentors and going to workshops, going to like conferences and doing style mm-hmm. shoots and stuff like that, where you're, you're actively learning from someone. It mm-hmm. always feels like, oh man, this is, this is a lot of money or this is a big investment. And then afterwards, like i would have paid 10 times this oh, because of of everything that you learn i i'm a huge like hands-on learner so being
0: Wait,
1: what? in front of mm-hmm. someone like i love workshops i love uh i love photo walks uh like you mentioned earlier of just like going on a walk with other other creatives other photographers mm-hmm. and just seeing how they shoot or like what light catches their eye and they're like, Oh, I want to take a photo over here. I'm like, Oh, I didn't, I wouldn't even thought about in this alleyway, but yeah, that like little beam of light. Okay. And, and just like learning from other people, it's, Mm -hmm. it's really, really important. So okay, I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, Jen, I have loved this conversation. This has been so good. Um, I am, I am feeling like, my creativity awakened to go uh, okay. shoot a roll of film today uh, and maybe do some blind doubles. I have two rolls Good. of, of, uh, of flowers that I have shot <gasps> weeks ago that uh, I need to go shoot some blind doubles. So yes. I think I'm going to go do oh, that.
0: Yeah. Get ready. Um, at hybrid, I'm teaching all about creative shooting. And Ooh. that I can't wait about. It's hundred percent creative shooting. Okay. And so I'm just excited. And I, cause I really do think no matter what you shoot, being creative is the most, it's, it's going to fill your cup. And yes. keep you going.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'm excited about that. Uh, and that'll be, that'll be fun. And yeah, um, I'll also throw a link if anyone's just like, what is hybrid? Um, it's a conference, um, a hybrid of, uh, film and, in digital. Um, and it's, what March this year, I think like late March, um, here in Texas, uh, just outside of Austin. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'll throw a link in there. Y'all can go sign up if you want and, and come I'll learn from Jen in person.
0: Discount codes. If anyone wants them, shoot, tell them to shoot me a message or you shoot me a message. Do you want a discount code for hybrid? I have two, just two to
1: give out. So, okay. Yeah. So, for so you. run this quickly
0: just for you because you're another hybrid peep
1: cool awesome well cool thanks Jen Um, before we wrap everything up there's uh, something I like to do where we talk about what we're loving this week and it can be like literally anything a new movie book whatever or just the weather uh, new food what are you loving this week
0: oh my gosh this is so okay oh uh, Japanese pancakes I've been making those way too much
1: Ooh, but, okay. Yeah. What, what's the difference between Japanese pancakes and, like, American traditional?
0: Um, they're super tall and fluffy, and use mostly egg whites versus flour. Ooh. So it's really okay. huh. That's very basic. I, I could talk about all the books I'm reading, but I don't want to bore you
1: guys because they're all history. <laughs> no, those are, not those are fun. fun.
0: They are. They are. I'm yeah. a nerd. I'm a big nerd.
1: Yeah. So when, when history is told well, I'm very intrigued. Um, like, like there have been a few documentaries that I've watched that I'm just like, this is so good. Um, Mm -hmm. but I always like in, in high school, I just thought that history was the most boring thing, but that was just because Mm -hmm. I was just reading in a book that was just like in this year, this thing happened. And then I was just like, okay. Um, but yeah. I have I have grown into loving it. I am not quite at the like uh, suburban dad, totally into World War II history yet. Uh, but I'm I'm <laughs> I'm getting more into history.
0: <laughs> it's interesting. It's fascinating. It really is. And like yeah. different area eras, and it's just all fascinating. I, I know I said that word before, yeah. fascinating, but it's really cool. Yeah.
1: Okay. What's What's one of the books that you're reading right now?
0: Oh my gosh. Um oh my gosh, I don't have them here. Hold on. I have like four that I keep bouncing between. I know. I know. That's, and I just started that's how I do books too. Yeah. A Gentleman in Moscow. I just started Um oh gosh, who is, hold on, shoot. It's in my bedroom. Um, I, speaking, I feel like an, now I, uh, I'm a, a father with the, when you said <laughs> that about the, the roller, <laughs> it was about uh, Winston Churchill. It was um <sighs> Oh, who's a blind... Oh, gosh. The White City art author. Um, Eric Larson? Know. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. His books are really good. Um, Very informative. Um, I went from reading a book about um, women spies in World War II, which was fascinating because they uh, just assumed that women are we're dumb and we can't figure things out. And so no one would ever think that women are spies. And it was an amazing, amazing book. Um, I can get the name of that. And then I went to like read after and I couldn't even read. It was awful. And people are wa- raving about the second book. And I was like, I can't, it's so simple. I can't even
1: mm. finish it yeah.
0: because it's great writing in the first.
1: Yeah. I have heard stories of, of the, the, the women spies in world war two. And that just, mm-hmm. I'm like, fascinated by it Um, so
0: really interesting
1: okay cool yeah we'll get that and we'll throw it in the show notes uh for y'all and for me uh because i'll check it out um for me what i'm loving this week um let me see let me check my notes i i write down things a lot um oh A, uh, like a a little mini series, I think it was like eight episodes or something on Hulu, um, called a murder at the end of the world. Um, it was, it was like a little, um, mystery kind of, uh, whodunit where, um, this billionaire guy invites a bunch of different like hackers and, uh, code writers and people out to this, um, hotel that he built like in antarctica or somewhere i don't know it's just snowing the whole time and i think it was iceland actually but um <laughs> but yeah and then someone uh, gets killed in like the first night there and then they're all trying to figure out who did it and then oh. big twist toward the end of like the last episode and it's just like did not see that coming but oh, okay, okay. Um,
0: I have to put that on my list
1: yeah, it was good. I thought I thought it was well written and kind of goes back and forth between uh, like the main character. She's an author. So it mm-hmm. goes uh, like opens up with her reading an ep- excerpt from her book and like ties in between the story in the book and what's going on in real life currently. And uh, yeah, it was really good. It's on Hulu, Murder at the End of the World. Um,
0: yeah. Or yeah. the British shows on Netflix. Those are really good. Lots of yes. shows. Are really good.
1: Yes. 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 So awesome. Well, cool. Okay. Jen, where can people uh, find you? Where can they reach out, follow your work, mm-hmm. um, yeah. DM you for, for those discount uh, hybrid tickets?
0: It's a Jenner- the best option is Jennifer Lawrence photo on Instagram. Um for that, for workshops, I have a bunch of workshops coming up this year, one with Wendy Laurel in Hawaii. Also, I'll be teaching at Hybrid um, and then traveling the country for personal workshops as well. So, and then there's some PDFs coming out shortly. So, lots of, cool. so if you like film, you like color, like anything like that. And then, of course, I do one on one mentoring. Um, I love, love working with other creatives. It just, I feel like it's something we all need to do or just be around other creatives because it is such a lonely profession.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. Yeah. I will have uh, all that in the show notes so everyone can reach out and, and follow Uh, questions
0: for free. Like if I know (coughs) double exposures sounds like foreign to some people or like, what do you mean by this? I'm happy to answer questions. Shoot me a message. Sorry, cool. I
1: need no, no, you're good. Yeah, shoot Jen a message. Um, but yeah, well, thank you so much for being on the show. I really enjoyed getting to chat, and I'm very excited to see you again uh, in just a couple months.
0: Oh my gosh, like sixty days or something like that.
1: I know it is coming up quickly. I was uh, I was looking at that like, oh, I need to like start planning, <laughs> planning things. I have a wedding the day before uh, I leave, so yeah. it's, oh my god.
0: Well, I need to start doing my whole presentation
1: and my shoots. That's how I am. I'm just like, anytime that I have a presentation, I'm like, oh, that's like in a week. I should probably get those slides together.
0: (laughs) Well, I was editing my last presentation at Hybrid up until an hour before. Like, I changed most of my stuff because people were like, oh, I want to learn this from you. And I was just like, oh, okay, I'll add that in. So I need to like get better at progression.
1: Yeah. Um As the the AV guy uh, at Hybrid, uh, you are not the only person <laughs> who is
0: no, okay, good.
1: last minute. Yeah, there's so many times that we'll get like the whole presentation and then 30 minutes before they're just like, here, here's another USB drive. This one has my updated mm-hmm. presentation on it, like, All okay, right?
0: All right, cool. Good, good, good. good. Then, yeah. I, then it's not, it must be a creative thing. <clears throat> it must be like something
1: it is awesome. oh yeah yeah because nothing I, is not ever done yeah no. we're, we're always just like oh oh i gotta add this or i don't yeah. need to talk about this let me take away that slide oh 100%. i can't do 60 slides in 15 minutes what am i doing
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh you have 45 minutes to speak and it's like oh i'm gonna fill this and then all of a sudden you're like oh crap like i'm yeah. like that's me speaking because i put like 500 photos in this thing or slides yeah. so it's a tough balance
1: yeah it is so uh, But yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to, to hear you speak and, you know, hopefully I'll be doing, uh, AV at that point uh, of the day. They always have us in different places, but, uh, but yeah, if not, maybe I'll record it.
0: Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, I don't think anyone.
1: (laughs) Just for me, I'll record it for me to set up a camera. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, well, thank you. This has been great. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the wisdom in the tangents podcast. Um, I hope you really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed listening back to this also. Um, but yeah, Jen's just like uh, a very bright and joyful person and, uh, super fun to, to get to chat with her for like an hour. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow her online, which I suggest that you do, uh, she's at Jennifer Lawrence photo on Instagram. I will have it linked in the show notes as well. Um, and, uh, I know that this is coming out soon. I believe it's coming out the day that this is coming out. So I really hope it lines up and I'm not jumping the gun on this, but I know that Jen is uh, hosting some in-person workshops very soon as well. So definitely go give her a follow so that you can see those whenever she announces those. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, As always share with your friends. Post on social media. I always love to see um, which episodes y'all are loving and getting your friends in here, listening to more episodes too. If you ever have anything that you're like, man, John, I wish you would talk about this on the podcast or I'm really struggling with whatever or I really find uh, this person to be inspirational, I would love to hear an hour of them talking on the podcast. Shoot me a DM. I uh, This podcast is for y'all. I mean, it's also for me to get to chat with some fun people, uh, and like have my friends on here too. Uh, so, but, um, but yeah, mainly it is for you. Uh, I want this to be beneficial. I want this to be something that you really enjoy. So if anything, uh, if you want anything, hit me up and you can do that at, uh, Instagram is, uh, at wit.pod, W I T T dot P O D. um, my personal Insta is Insta. I never say that. My personal Instagram is allheartphoto. You can find me on TikTok at allheartphoto. Uh, but yeah, y'all have a great day and I'll see you next week. Uh, next week, we have a great episode. Um, Kelly Williams is on the show. Uh, and, uh, and And that's all the teaser you're getting. Kelly Williams is on the show. You need to show up next week. Bye, y'all.